Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Episode 200. Yeah. A fact we did not realize until shortly before recording. That means we've been doing this for like eight weeks shy of four years. Right? Did I do, is my math right? Yep. Crazy. Yeah, because we started in June. Do you guys remember what was your recording scenario at the time? <laughs> Well, I think for most the very of, first episode, most of us remember Phil's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, I remember for the first episode, I <coughs> the very first episode we did of Sixty Cycle Slum. I was in in an, my office at my old church, um, doing. I was recording on mine, but I had also like rigged it so that I could get your guys's audio. Yeah. It was coming out of the computer I and remember back that. into the interface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then trying to like bust it all together. It was a mess and it sounded really terrible, I'm sure. But I I made the great decision to record on my Bluetooth headset. So the audio on the first two or three episodes is from my Bluetooth headset. Yeah. <laughs> the Bluetooth headset and microphone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it was one of those... It was one of those that like sits around your neck, you know, those LG oh, ones. Yes. Oh, nice. And then has little earbuds that come up. Before it, It's weird to remember a time before AirPods. I don't know if you guys are like me, that you always have headphones in just all the time. Quite often, yeah. But I that's do. what I, that's, I used to just wear, I had these Sure headphones that I wore all the time for years and years. And then I had those LG headphones, like four different sets of them. Because I would wear a collared shirt to work, and it would like sit under the collar. It was actually pretty nifty. Oh, like the one where you hold the thing, and then the headphones come out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those, and are, those are still like, those are. I, I still think that's a great design. I mean, AirPods are kind of unmatched in my opinion, but that was a, a great design yeah. at the time. Have you seen that Bose sound collar thing? Huh. Yes. So it like goes around your neck, but then yeah. it just has speakers like on oh, huh. that, that go like up point at your, up at your head. Yeah, it's kind of cool. cool. Like it sounds really good. Well, and a lot of people hate like having earbuds in their ears. Or yeah, but you know what ears, I hate you know? more than that? It's letting people everyone who else hear what music I'm... super loud. So I <laughs> yeah, can but that's but the thing is like you can actually hear it really well without it being all that loud. So yeah, like, like in I'm a lot sure of offices. People have their music playing on their speaker desk speakers like at low levels anyway, which is terrible. But I've seen it happen. Yeah, so it's at least better than that. I yeah, I wasn't thinking like at a desk. I was thinking like yeah, on at the, the gym or something. something. Yeah, I don't think you'd wear that to the gym or at the subway. You know, the subway restaurant at the <laughs> subway. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have like at home so you can like take your music around with you but not have to have ear earbuds in yeah because i i try not to wear mine at home well i i still wear them a lot but 
I usually only have one in at a time. <clears throat> but that's the other thing is it like isolates you from the world. Yes. Which, which can be good, but it can be bad. Like you don't always want that. Yeah. You know what I realized though? AirPod is a weird name for that product. Yes. Totally. Because it's like the pod has always been the the player. The player. I know. Yeah. It doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense. No, they're totally. It's just because the pod name is recognizable. Yeah, Airbuds. Yeah. I mean, I I guarantee <laughs> they like somebody at some point wanted to call them Airbuds and they couldn't because of the movie. Like whether yeah. legally or just like from you know a ridiculousness yeah, standpoint, you can't, you can't it. name it after this movie that is now. You know, looked notoriously stupid. Exactly, it's like known for being dumb and yeah. But you know what? I bet they, I bet they were like, you know what? Screw that movie. Let's look into it. And then, like whoever <laughs> owns the rights, they were like, no, we will sue your ass. <laughs> and no, they're like, I, oh, because it's well. not like because they aren't making a movie. Like, I, I guarantee, like, uh, I guarantee realm. they legally could have made it work. But like, there's a Ford Mustang and a Fender Mustang. Yeah, and like a horse, and the horse. Right, but like um, before the iPad came out, like mm-hmm. a year or two, uh, Mad TV had like a stupid sketch called the iPad, and it was a feminine product, mm. and uh, and Mad and TV I remember wasn't when allowed to make their fake product. Huh? And and Mad TV then wasn't allowed to make their fake product. No, no, no. It's just down? like I I remember like for like for like 10 seconds everybody was like, "Oh, I can't believe they named their product after that stupid Mad TV skit." And then like people stopped caring because it was like, "Well, it's Apple and they do what they want." <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't just go, "You know what? Yeah, we know but, that Airbud is a thing, but we're gonna take that thing. And with all due respect, the movie Airbud is a little more well known than a random Mad TV skit. <sighs> with all due but respect. also AirPod, like it does make sense because it connects it to the family of products, like the Pod name. I, yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> no, I is the thing that connects. Yeah, but I know, but you can't call them iPods. Ibuds, <laughs> Ibuds, Ibuds. But it also Apple Air is like their Bluetooth technology, so yeah, the Air is important. So they they painted themselves except, into a corner. Except Air and some of their stuff, like MacBook Air, that was just because it was light and small. But it also like lacks connectivity, right? Like physical connectors. I thought some, yeah. I mean, it has like as much as every other laptop has now. Yeah. But I guess you're right. It was because that was their first one with like a solid state drive or whatever. Yeah. And with less, it did have less connect at the time. It was like they're putting out a laptop yeah. with only one USB port. Yeah. Why well, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to need my freaking serial port on here so I can connect to my old printer or something. <laughs> printer writes in, I know that printers mostly use parallel ports, I think. So don't think most- just save it printers that i use just use usb yeah that's because you're i'm talking about old oh old ones. technology yeah it's small joke from old 
All right, since it's 200 episodes, what the heck? Let's talk. Let's talk old stuff. Okay. Yeah. What is like your Phil? worst memory? <laughs> Just kidding. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Speaking of old, Phil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Tell mm. us about the good old days. <laughs> Dude, Why what was you- it like when America was great? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about back when you didn't have to wear seatbelts in cars <clears throat> and how it was better somehow. Yeah. Guys, if you're not, for those listening who aren't watching this, no, which is everyone who's hearing this except for the participants. <laughs> Phil has uh, shaved his, the sides of his head and given himself a quarantine mohawk. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's not like a, it's not a mohawk though. It's like a, I mean, it's not like it's a mullet, up, but it's not thin enough to be a mohawk. I feel like a mohawk has to be like an inch wide at the most. I feel like if he's if he put it up in like Liberty Spikes, he would say, oh, yeah, that's a mohawk. Yeah, that's true. I used to do Liberty Spikes, but on my whole head. Yeah, me too. And I'd get like Nox gel. So they'd yeah. stay up for like three days. You use like gelatin. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I did that, too. It was the we worst. Had, we called it Knox gel, but I think that was just the brand, like Knox gelatin, just like generic. Yeah, it's like gelatin. a Knox brand, like unscented, <clears throat> unflavored, uncolored exactly. gelatin, just like straight gelatin. Yep, I did that. At least, especially like on the tips. And just then it the would tips? Like, yeah. And then it would like get crusty after a few days and you'd have like, yeah, like you had like the worst dandruff of all time. <laughs> yeah. Or you would just spend <laughs> an you hour. Did. In the shower initially, just to get it all out. Yeah, and remember it would like forever. stick to your scalp sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. you'd have to like peel it off your scalp. Yeah, why did we do those things? Because we heard that someone else did it, and we thought it was like, it's oh, true. that's what you do. That's what it means to be punk rock. Yeah, it's pretty. That's we were talking about to be punk rock. We were talking about Midtown last uh-huh. week, and I went back and found this ticket stub from the show I went to, and I'd forgotten the order. But it was kind of crazy. It was in 2002. I've talked about this concert before because I got like in a, I didn't even get in a fight in the mosh pit, but some people like, I probably knocked someone down and then someone pointed at me and said, Hey, he knocked me down. So they wanted to kick me out, but they, they eventually let me stay, but I had to just stand back, stand back by the mixer the whole time by like Uh. the front of house guy, you know, (laughs) and it was four people on the bill face to face was headlining obviously because they're one of the greatest bands of all time midtown Cabeza, that'd be head to head i know i had a friend who used to call him that and i oh. would say that's head to head and he would say oh yeah that's Stupid. like um, people say mano a mano means man to man it's like no it's <laughs> no it's hand to hand which is also a thing that we say people come on yes <laughs> that is also a phrase <laughs> but it means something different than man to man Hand-to-hand it's not combat. the kind of defense you play in basketball. It's not. Yeah, it's not man. You defense. don't play hand-to-hand defense. Do you think they play man defense in the WNBA? Ooh, that's a good question. Person? Or do they, do they just call it person one-on-one? Person? They probably just call it like individual defense. No, they probably just call it man. Yeah, they probably do. Let's be honest. Um, I'll, I'll be honest though. I don't know a lot about the WNBA, and I apologize for that. Um, I know a little bit only because 
recently got 2K20. Oh, you did? Yeah, because it was on sale for like 20 bucks or whatever on the PlayStation Store. But you can also you can play WNBA games on there. Uh-huh. And it's fun to do because it's like a totally different gameplay. It's weird. Yeah, totally. Like they like, shoot different and like it moves yeah. different. It's it's cool. Like I'll I'll be the first to say I I genuinely don't think women's basketball is as entertaining as men's basketball. But like there's a good chance women's basketball could make a better video game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's fun. It's more like um I think the the big thing is with the league there's just there's not that many teams. Yeah. I feel the same way watching WNBA as I felt watching like the XFL. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is cool and they're doing cool things, but the stakes just seem really low and I have no connection yeah. to these people. It's like the early days of the NHL when it was like, yeah, just everyone will make the playoffs and Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll all play each other 50 times a season, you know. Which is cool. Yeah. I think part of that's because people don't watch it, so it's tough to build a league, I think. Yeah, it's tough. Guys, it's tough to build a league. That's what I'm saying. What, I've been trying to say that for years. Oh, so the show so the show I went to, Midtown, Face to Face, The Movie Life. I'm sure a lot of people remember them. They were a pretty big pop punk outfit back in the day. And then Thrice was fourth build on the show. They were build behind all those bands. Isn't that great? Because that was back before even Artists in the Ambulance came out. Yeah. So I remember them being super hard, and they were way good. But like, yeah, they had that you know, song that's about like illusion like, of safety. Was it bury your dad or something? Uh, or that might be a band. But oh, there was a song like about marching on dead bodies or something. Yeah. Yes. Well, and the whole like the whole illusion of safety record is just super hardcore, and it's amazing. Oh, that's what it's called, Illusion of Safety, yeah. Yeah, so that was a that was a way good show. But it was funny because then I went on my mission a couple months later. So that the show was in April, and I left in July. And and I was like big, you know, I spent a lot of time listening to music and following music and all that. And then when you're on a mission, you don't listen to music at all. Mm. And then I got back from my mission, and I remember people being like oh man have you listened to the new thrice and i was like oh yeah i remember thrice and it's like turns out they're way bigger than <laughs> any of those other bands now you know <laughs> that's funny ah, artists- to awaken avenge the dead sorry that's the song i was thinking of yeah is artist you're saying artist in the ambulance yeah that album was just huge and i think even outside because because you know like the mormon community doesn't really follow christian music at all Mm. and i know thrice was huge in the christian community but uh they were big even just by normal standards at that point yeah i feel like they never really fit they never were like they weren't grouped in with like other christian acts of the time though yeah but it was like a lot of christians who were into punk music yeah like it was almost gravitated towards that because it was almost like how creed was do you remember when everyone was like oh that the dudes from creed they're actually christian you know yeah You're like, i, I was gonna say kinda, that was kind of the narrative around thrice too yeah I, totally. I thought it was it was the way um uh switchfoot or because well but switchfoot like i think started i think it's because 
Thrice was never on a Christian label. Is okay. I was thinking. Yeah, and they um, wouldn't tour with all the Christian bands or whatever. Yeah. So they were never like part of the big Christian rock scene. Yeah. So more like POD. Oh, but POD started on a Christian oh, label dude. too. Did they? Yeah. Why didn't they call them Air PODs? Maybe they did, and we're all (laughs) like saying it wrong. (laughs) GIFs. I saw the funniest GIF today. Do you know what POD stands for? Yes. Uh, Person of distinction. Yep. Does it really? No. No. (laughs) Phil? Payable on death. Yes. Table on death, which is that like a Christian reference? I think so. It's like your sins. Like payable on delivery. Was that a thing? Payable yeah. on delivery? Like somebody yeah, who's receiving it pays the shipment. Like when I die. When they receive it. Or like maybe when Jesus died, he paid. I don't know. I don't think it actually makes sense. <laughs> I just thought it made sense. <laughs> but it sounds super hardcore. Do you remember their first albums though? Their original stuff. They I gotta be honest. Album called like Brown or something. I know about as much about early POD as I do about the WNBA. <laughs> I know. That, okay, let's try this. When? What year was was the WNBA? What? In what year did the WNBA begin play? Nineteen eighty-two. Ninety-seven. Oh, I was pretty close. That seems really recent. It it does, but I remember it being in the 90s. But, yeah, it yeah. is weird that, like, I don't know. You would think, like, maybe they had been around and you just didn't hear about them at first or something. But but it was actually a pretty big deal. Like, I remember hearing about it a lot. Like, they definitely marketed it a lot. It's just it's weird because, like, um, you see things from, like, the early 2000s. Like, if you watch stuff now and people were, like, making fun of the WNBA then. And it's like, oh, it was like really new back then when they were doing that. And so it's like, it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but it's weird how, how instantly like the kind of pushback about taking it seriously was. Yeah. And it's not until like the last few years where it seems like people are like, oh, actually they're like really good athletes too. (laughs) It's weird. And that's, what's hard about that. That's what's hard about that argument for me is that like, yeah, they're amazing athletes and they deserve to get paid like certainly like in accordance with the value they're bringing in and everything. But like, I just don't think it's like you could be the best athlete in the world. And I don't know that you can make women's basketball entertaining to me. (laughs) That's just, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I have no response to that. You heard it here first, you heard it. guys. I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping knowledge here that nobody else is is uh, saying nowadays. You're dropping knowledge. It is weird that even in the very early days, people were so cynical about it too. Though, I mean, maybe yeah. not because everyone's cynical about the XFL too. Yeah, but the XFL is like different. Because yeah, the XFL is like a still dudes. Well, and it's just like obviously just a cash grab. It's like yeah, an extension like, of like football being a business, right? 
like the WNBA exists because there are all these athletes who are amazing at what they do. And there wasn't a professional league for him. The XFL is just, how can we, how can we get more money out of this thing? You know? And it's just like guys who are almost good enough for the NFL. (laughs) Yeah. And they're still like willing to risk their health and everything, but for (laughs) For significantly less money, less money. It's like watching minor league baseball. Yeah. It's like, they're still doing stuff I could never do. But like it's not nearly as good as the real pros. <laughs> yeah. And it's like and it's kind of the same kind of sad thing of like these people who don't know Yeah, like what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do, you know? Because like a lot of minor league yeah. like there are people playing in the minors who are like in their early thirties who know there's no way they're ever gonna make it to the majors mm-hmm. and they're just you know they could go Making just get a little bit of money. Yeah. They're, and not even that much, you know, like very, really a little bit like enough to get by on. Yeah. Crap. I just blanked on his name. Who's the, who's the guy who's the knuckleball pitcher who came, who played for the Mets for a little while. Oh, uh, I see his face. Yeah. In my mind. When I see your face, he's got like red hair. Anyways, he did a he has an autobiography that's pretty amazing. But he basically didn't start throwing knuckles. Oh, R.A. Dickey. R.A. Dickey. Yeah, I was thinking Dickey something, but Dickey Barrett. He's also a great baseball player, but he's mostly known for singing. Dickey Barrett. Have you seen that movie Knuckleball? Huh. The documentary. It's really good. About knuckleball throwing. Yeah, and he's he features pretty prominently in it. Okay, that one's good, and fastball is also really good. Have you got? Uh, have you seen Slider? Sliders? <laughs> no, I've seen isn't, Swingers. Isn't Sliders like a sci-fi thing? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sliders. Sliders was a TV show starring Jerry O'Connell. I remember that. Yeah, it was kind of like a quantum leap kind of thing, right? Yes, similar. Yeah, they were sliding in time or whatever. Dimensions. Thank time you. is a dimension. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but it... Uh, length. What? They Width. were sliding in length. <laughs> Dude, I remember that show. <laughs> Which is Slide. another another dimension. So, yeah. okay, so that show <laughs> costs like... It, it, it's, it appeared to be such... Like super super low budge mm-hmm. for what they were trying to do, and I don't even what network was it on? Like, I think it was on Sci-Fi. Like, yeah, no, because it was on or like TBS or USA or some. Nonsense. It was yeah, it was something. Fox it was, it was on Fox. Was it was really? It? Yeah, Are you, you're <laughs> googling it. Well, I already did Google it. So it was on Fox for seasons one, two, three, and then it moved to Sci-Fi. Yeah. So yes, so here's so, the thing. Let me let me school you guys for a second, please. In the early days of the Sci-Fi Channel, I remember being so excited when I heard there's a channel devoted to science fiction. Initially, nerd. Yeah. Initially, all it was, it was like no joke. This it was this on repeat. It was, um, the '70s Hulk TV show. <laughs> um with with what's his face? Crap. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> um, From King of Queens. God, there was something else and then 
and then sliders like on repeat all day long. <laughs> then they got the rights to do the original Star Trek series and that was in rotation. And I remember that being a super big deal. And then they came out of left field and said, okay, not only do we have the rights to play reruns of sliders, we have hired the original cast and we are creating new episodes. And at the time that was like this crazy unheard of thing that one network is buying some like that was back before fuller house existed. Yes, exactly. Like a property had somebody had decided this property is not worth continuing and we're letting it go. Mm. And these guys are like, no, we disagree <laughs> and we are going to spend money not just owning the rights to the the reruns, but also creating more content. And uh Which it's, it's funny because like, <laughs> it's like Brooklyn nine nine kind of. But it's funny for like a show to have been dropped by Fox. Yeah, like in the mid '90s, like Fox was like, they were the ones picking up yeah. the dragon yes. at that point. Very yes, at the time, very, very much a yeah, trash that's, network. That's back yeah. before there was 400 channels too. I mean, yeah. well, okay, Fox had Simpsons, but like, I think people, people kind of thought like Simpsons was like this fluke. Yeah. It was probably yeah, one of the only was like things. like the counter. They were like the edge. They had stuff. married with children. <laughs> yes, and... married with children. Exactly. <laughs> so like. And cops. Like, okay. Yeah, Fox it... was the network I would watch when my parents weren't around. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's Fox. Now they're just making Fox News. So. Right. They've really progressed, I w- is what I'm saying. Which is what my parents watch when I'm not around. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> I like that was I liked on Simpsons how they would just take jabs at Fox as a network all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. It's funny, guys. Yeah. I like that too. One of my favorite Conan O'Brien jokes, this is not related, it's kind of related, was and he said he was talking about Walker, Texas Ranger and how it just kept going on and on. And he's like, pretty soon they're going to change the name to here's your Walker, Texas Ranger. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. I like it. Phil, you get it? I think it's, I get it. Like old people like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel you get it. That's what I meant to say. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I wasn't really asking. I know you that you understand language and humor. You guys, I like The Simpsons, but you know what else I like? What's that? Playing the guitar. Mm. Dude. That's honestly not even true. I don't even like it a lot of the time. <laughs> should, I talk, should I talk about one of my quarantine projects? Yeah. Oh, yeah, please. I forgot about that, that you were going to do that. Okay, so this is um, uh, this is something that I've been meaning to work on for a long time. Oh, this is not what you were going to show us earlier. It is. Oh, it is. <laughs> so, I didn't notice. Tacoma. <laughs> so a buddy of mine um, 
bought this guitar a long time ago. He, when we were both working at church, he took it to camp at being as a as a junior high counselor, which was a mistake to take a guitar this nice to. Meaning he was an adult, but he was supervising junior high kids. Maybe you should explain what it is to our audience. Okay, Um, this is a uh, a Tacoma acoustic guitar. I'm not sure. I don't remember what he paid, but I remember as a 19 year old, I remember going, Whoa, that's a lot of money. So yeah, it was a I nice have no guitar. frame of reference yeah. at this point um, to what exactly that was, but he bought it new it. Um, I'm going to show the two gentlemen that <laughs> I co-host with in the computer and you can, <laughs> okay. It currently me. has two tuning pegs in it well yeah i just put the so and it also has two extra holes in the middle of the headstock (laughs) no 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 that's yeah don't worry about that but like right here there's multiple cracks is it it, filled with glue stop showing us cracks on zoom it snapped it snapped at the at the neck um at the nut right yeah right above the nut like the gibson the gibson spot the g spot (laughs) snapped in the g spot just popped it popped that g spot um so so I I have over the years oh, and then he. So it broke. He didn't know how. He walked into the to the cabin one day <laughs> and it was in the case. <laughs> and broken, and he still doesn't know who did it. But one yeah. of the kids in in the cabin broke it and then put it back in the case. <laughs> and that it person is now an adult. It might have fallen in the case. Well, that's no. possible. No, yeah, because the force would have been. It, it wouldn't have broken right there, probably, if it fell in the case. He was like, "Who, who took my guitar out?" And they were all like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, obviously, They're junior high kids." We've sworn a pact. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like this so, isn't the uh, only thing we're telling you we didn't do. Obviously, <laughs> we're church camp. So we're not uh, telling you anything that we're doing. Yes. So, uh, he. Uh, he talked to, um, he contacted Tacoma and they said, oh yeah, we, that's not part of the warranty. We will, if you ship <laughs> it to us against junior high kids, yeah, which if makes you ship sense. It to us, like they can't warranty yeah. you dropping a guitar and breaking it. Right. And they're like, if, if you ship it to us, we can repair it for like, it was something. A ton. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was a lot. And then he would also have to pay for shipping which was, you know, an acoustic And at the time, like, well, and even now. Like, like Pony Express. The, the perspective, like, the, the idea of shipping a guitar is not, like, I never people. wanted to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was he was very uh, frustrated. He, he found a local place, and they were like, yeah, we can fix it for $200 or something like that. And he's like, no. So um, he told me. Because that was too high, or he didn't trust him? He didn't want to spend $200 to fix a guitar. So it probably didn't cost that much. It probably cost less than a thousand. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure it was less than a thousand. There's but it was more than a couple hundred. Right. Um, so he, he said, Hey, if you want to try and fix this, you can. So I, I, over the years I've done multiple weird things to fix it. It's, <laughs> broken in multiple places but has it ever been functional in those years here's the thing 
I so the holes that you saw in the in the actual headstock in the, in right the middle of here. the headstock, so not the tuning pegs. There are no. holes basically over where the where the emblem right over the, the logo of the guitar. Yeah, the logo. Yeah. So I had at one point I had like um uh like you can uh Aaron you could speak to this. There's in the I, I hardware picture section. You, I picture you repairing this guitar like uh like doctors during the plague, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just like they have no clue. They're trying to figure it out by trial and error, but like that's have exactly zero right. information. That's exactly right. So at at a hardware store, I I purchased uh like a a U beam, an aluminum U beam that like very small, but super rigid and strong. And I I cut it the to the length has like of bolts on both, like that's threaded on both ends. Uh, no, it was like it was just a a slice. Oh, like a piece of like strut. Yes, like a U shaped. Yeah, like a hat channel. So the so the holes I drilled through the U beam and through the headstock. And then I took like a really, really big zip tie <laughs> at the just above the nut. So you have the strength of aluminum or of metal, but the flexibility of plastic. No, the, it was super rigid, <laughs> and it held for uh, four years. Four um, years? It actually, held for probably years. yes. Four <laughs> held for four years. One, two, three, four years. Yes, for for it held for for years. <laughs> It held um, fur, fur for years. Uh, held fur for four years. At one point, I put two uh, small screws through it like this. Uh, You're talking about like lengthwise, going like the direction parallel to the truss rod, as if you're like repairing a bone, like putting a yeah, like, like through the through the break. It broke above the screws <laughs> at at some point. So anyway. Um, do you have pictures of any of this nonsense? Gosh, I, you know, I probably do, um, somewhere. Does it sound good when it, so here's the thing for, for a long time, I, this was like what I, 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 this was my classroom guitar because if something happened to it, I wouldn't have been like that sad, but it has a history with junior high kids. Recently it broke. Yes. It's very accustomed to children. Uh, recently it, um, this last semester, it broke. It's a very accustomed. Um, it broke in another place, and it was like, it was the headstock was was pulling like the string tension was pulling it, um, and I don't know what the the weird metal that I had put in had held for years and it was no <laughs> longer holding. So I took it all apart, and. Um, I was like, ah, I need to fix it someday. Well, so quarantine time, I was like, oh, now's my chance. So I did what I think is probably closer to what a normal repair is as far as like to, wood just goes. Just to glue the crack. Wait, real quick. I got a joke for you. Which is how Des- wood is repaired with wood Destroyed glue? by preteens, saved by quarantine. Ooh, that's good. Yep, thank you. <laughs> Wait. So that was okay. You got Bondo in there or what? So what this is, <laughs> so I, I used clamps. I glued the I glued all the cracks. I clamped it down. Then So the cracks I drilled, had never been glued up <laughs> until now? That never crossed your mind that like, hey, there's this stuff called wood glue? No, it, I did that and it didn't, 
that and screws so, didn't work. So did that make it hard? Because a lot of times, like, like people always say with stuff like this, you only get one shot. Because once you put glue in there and it dries, like it'll you'll never get it to like match back up again. You know. So was it hard to get it to match back up? Probably. I know based of. on what you're showing me right now, it looks like garbage. So I yes. think the answer so, might be yes. So, so I, I glued it. I clamped it. I waited a day. Then I drilled holes at an angle through the headstock and through uh, like, gosh, I see through the, um, like, uh, like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in, okay. In two, in two places. And then this took wooden to dowels to. and glued them and shoved them into those angled holes. Well, he drilled like through the headstock into the yeah, neck, like kind lengthwise. of like in the direction of the headstock itself. Yes, yeah. yes. So, I have not yet attempted to re. Phil, what you need to try is drill from the top of the headstock. Like no, seriously, drill from the top of the headstock parallel to the neck. That's that's what this is. Okay. No, I don't think that would help because ultimately the. The part that needs to be secure, because then you'd only be getting a little bit at the bottom of the uh, headstock. That's true. The that's the holes you have that to I live drilled. stream stringing it up because it's obviously going to be spectacular. <laughs> okay, so the the hole the holes that I drilled go from the from the headstock through the crack into the neck. Two plus right right plus wooden dowels, and then I so then I cut them. All of that sounds reasonable. Wait, you, yes. so you you didn't put screws in? You put wooden dowels. This now currently it just has glue, uh-huh. and wooden and, dowels. Oh, which that, is that which actually is, makes more sense than metal yeah, screws. It makes way more sense than anything I've done previously. Yeah, because you're yeah, just like anything. filling it with new wood. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely should do it. That's what I should do. I should. Uh, so this episode airs in a couple days and I should do a live stream on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see the body, the body of that guitar. There's nothing. Okay. So that was another thing. Oh, (laughs) nice. So he, um, after it was broken, he left it in his car. Uh, um, so the, this is the finish that the sides had. The back is very shiny. But the sides sides are not at all shiny. Yeah, because the it was all of the finish was um, like bubbling up or whatever. Bubbling, and so I sanded it all off. Dude, this guy but, does not take good care of his instruments. Well, it was already I mean, broken. Is, Once it was it broken, basically a piece of garbage at that point. To him. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So, but uh, I always love the people always say instrument when they're being pompous jerks like that. <laughs> Take care like, of your oh, instrument. You need to take care of your instrument. It's like I'm not playing a freaking trumpet here. It's not a freaking Salieri violin or whatever. Stradivarius. Stradivarius. <laughs> Salieri is the bad guy from uh, Mozart. Stradivarius made violins. There was a bad guy in Mozart. Yeah, in the <clears throat> movie Mozart, the guy that oh, was like movie. out to get him. I thought you meant it just like that, Mozart's in life. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would have been the bad say guy. Mozart. 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 <laughs> Who's Moat? What kind of Mozart. art does he have? Mozart. Mozart? Um, I've lost it. Oh, yeah. so the top and back are still glossy, but the sides are not, right? Correct. 
Nice. <laughs> and let me let me say this. I will. Uh, this guitar, at over the years, when the neck, when the headstock is stable, it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's great for screwing around. Um, it's like it plays great and it sounds great. Uh, so it's kind of perfect for like, well, yeah. And it's honestly nice. Like acoustic guitars are freaking pain in the butt, especially when you live in a desert and you have to worry about humidity. So it's nice to have a guitar that you like playing that you don't have to worry about at all. Yeah. Then I don't. Yes. I don't live in a desert, but, but still though, like you have to be more careful. Like you completely destroyed that Gibson you had. Was it a Gibson? No, the Martin. Oh, was it a Martin? When I dropped it, yes. Yeah. Uh, what year was this one from? I mean, when did this happen? It's back in the seventies. <sighs> he would have. Okay, he probably bought it in ninety-eight. Okay, that's what I was curious of because apparently, so this company started in 1991 and it was a South Korean company that started it but they were made in Tacoma, Washington right but then Fender bought them in 2004 and shut them down in 2008 so I was wondering if it was like a Fender era or previous it was pre-CBS it was a Young Chang it was post-CBS pre-Fender Okay. Gun Street Wiring Shop represents a brand new approach to the guitar wiring market. From their nothing is impossible philosophy to their community first attitude, Gun Street Wiring Shop is the premier maker of guitar wiring harnesses. Based in Central Oregon, Gun Street only does one thing make your guitar sound and play better. Bored with your standard switching? Gun Street. Need more options? Gun Street. Looking to nail that classic tone? Gun Street. You want to try something that's never been done before? Gun Street. Sean's always coming up with new circuit designs. He's always down to make something special to fit your exact needs. So hit him up now, GunStreetWiringShop.com. Turn your SG into an OMG, your Les Paul into a More Paul, your Telecaster into a Telestar Blaster. And as always, members of the street crew get an extra discount at everything at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Can you imagine CBS buying Fender? (laughs) so weird. Such an odd thing. Yeah. I guess it's like about as weird as Marshall making refrigerators. Yeah, but they're not making them. They're just like buying a refrigerator and putting a Marshall. Well, in yeah, them. that's true. <clears throat> just paying someone to do it. But it is weird to put your name, your guitar name on a refrigerator. That is a weird thing. Yeah, but it's just like it no, looks like, like a fun too. Yeah. So it's like it's like a T-shirt. It's as weird as selling a guitar T-shirt. No, it's not, because a T-shirt is $20. It's more expensive, but it's equally related to guitars. Yeah. It's I a, know. I'm just saying there's a big jump between. Don't try and tell Aaron about merchandise, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not like, for in, in theory, it's not any more weird. It's just that pe- everyone makes T-shirts, so it's something that you're used to seeing. No, I would I would say jumping, mer- stepping out in merchandising in the $20 level 
is not that big of a deal, whether it's headphones or uh, handkerchiefs. But, $20 headphones. But the thing or that they koozies. make looks like that thing. That's why it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And it's also, it. it's like, it very much caters to their customer base. Yeah. But and like, fill it up with brews. So can I, why not have a dishwasher that looks like a half stack? Because how many dishwashers do you own, Phil? Do you want to put a dishwasher in your man cave? Yeah. They're not like full-size kitchen appliance refrigerators. They're like... Like, the fact that they're the shape of an amp isn't the only thing that makes it make sense. It also makes sense because it's something people might actually want. Yeah, and you would like have it in your music room or your jam space or whatever. You know they're not full-size refrigerators, right? I did not. Oh, they're like little mini fridges. Yeah, they're like never seen them. (laughs) It would be really dumb. If they did make one that was a full stack, though. (laughs) If it was like a full-size kitchen fridge, that would be pretty dumb. No, but it'd be like a full stack, so it could have three different, like there'd be a freezer at the top that's just like (laughs) short, and then the two sections at the bottom that open. Thank you. The two cabs. But that's not what it is. Don't say thank you. I'm not agreeing with you. You were were dumb because you didn't know if. You, you said it would be cool if... Be, yeah, it doesn't mean I would want cool. it in my house. You're, <laughs> you're not saying it would be cool, so that's the opposite you're of agreeing. disagreeing with yourself. No, the I, Marshall fridge is actually a pretty great idea, and I think didn't... I mean, I could see wanting, like, a Fender. The like only thing is, like, Fender is mostly known for, like, combo amps. Exactly. But that honestly makes more sense because that fridge doesn't have two separate parts that open. Dude, they should make like Fender like space heaters that look like because <laughs> you can put it on the floor and like put the little kickstands out. Yes, it's <laughs> perfect for your freezing cold wet basement. Yeah, for your man cave <laughs> that is not temperature controlled by the by the thermostat in the house. Yeah, it's not part of the central air system. <laughs> Oh, that's a genius idea. Dude, we just we're just had. giving out these ideas for free here. Jay, Jay Cross, feel free to take that one. Jake. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. Jay um, and Luke Mundy. Oh, I was like. <laughs> I, um, I went for a run before recording and did not take a shower. Gross. That is gross. I thought you looked gnarly. Kind of like. <laughs> How much do you Greasy. sweat when you run? Not like... Because I sweat enough like when I exercise that my my forehead would be salty right now. If I, I just came in. My forehead's pretty salty. That's gross. You don't feel like crust like around your eyes like a little... I do. dried. Oh, and you don't mind? I mean... You're a disgusting I, human being, Phil. I kind of mind. Did you wipe your face? Yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to. That was a trick question. <laughs> you're going to get the... Did you just wipe it with yeah. your bare hands? I wiped it with... Um, <laughs> with hand sanitizer. With Clorox wipes? <laughs> Did you throw bleach in your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was young, I went to get my hair... I wanted to like dye my hair a color, but my hair is pretty dark, so I had to bleach it first. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But so I knew this 
this lady who she seemed older a lot older at the time now i realize she's only like a few years older than us but <laughs> she cut hair so she was like in her 20s when we were like in high school which is like she seems so wise you know, she's an old lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was just some some young girl who cut hair but she Did was she like she didn't know how to color hair she, i mean she went to whatever cosmetology school whatever it is i don't know barber anyway so she was bleaching my hair like professionally barber college and then she was like and I, so i was like sitting in the chair i actually got to sit under the little hood thing to like accelerate yeah, the little perm thing yeah were you gossiping <laughs> so was, about the other old ladies in the yeah <laughs> actually we would we would talk about people and then she would be like she would always say oh you gotta like be careful because you never know who's around that might know that person. You're like, oh, that's a life lesson. Yeah, oh. you're like, hey, bleach the hair, lady. <laughs> Save the life lessons for someone else. Um, it's not- but anyway, so she was like, I was like, after a while, I was like, hey, this is like kind of like burning. Is that like normal? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I was like, okay. And then I was like, after a little while more, I was like, no, this is like really. Like, my scalp is, like, yeah. itchy, burning. Like, nobody would bleach their hair if this was the, <laughs> was the So, she, finally, she's like, oh, okay. So, she rinsed it out, and it, like, burned my scalp. I literally had, like, scabs on my scalp yeah. from that. <laughs> and I remember peeling the scab off, and, like, you would pull it out, and it had, like, little holes in it where the hair had grown through the, sc- <laughs> the scab. <laughs> Whoa. It was so gross. That... I had that too, but that was from a self bleach job. Oh, so that was more same. understandable. Bleach is rough, dude. Yeah, no dude, one who, should. Who knew? Hair. Who knew bleach was like not good? Who knew putting like chemicals that can human, remove the color from your hair would also damage your very sensitive scalp? You know how like some bald guys are like they've been bald for so long that this top of their head is now like. It's like a different kind of skin. Yep. It's like tough. It's like yeah. shell almost. It's like leather. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's how my dad is. <laughs> and it's all full of skin cancer scars too. That's how mine's going to be before too long. Interesting. Guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to take down the mood. Can I? Uh, so tell me about how's NBA 2K20. Is it good? It's worth getting? It's fun. Yeah. Especially if you can still get it on sale. On sale. On sale. You can get it on sale. Uh, it's fun. It's like the same as the other ones. Okay. But I've never played. I play NHL. If you do the career, the storyline's pretty good. It's like it's actually entertaining, and it's weird because it has like like famous actors in it. So, oh, yeah, for example, yeah. like the coach in the college part is Idris Elba, <laughs> and then um, so they're like Command and Conquer cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. But it's are, like this 30 minute thing. Uh, are they kind Tom, of campy like that or are they serious? No, it's like a, it's like a legit drama. You're like, oh, this is like kind of fun to watch. I'm, I'm entertained. <laughs> like, why don't it's they, like, they need to put this on Netflix? You don't instantly want to skip every scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else is in it? Rosario Dawson is in it. Um, Thomas Middleditch is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, it's fun. It's worth playing worth buying i was looking because i wanted to buy tony hawk pro skater but it's still like 60 bucks even though it's like five years old and it's also kind of garbage is it the 15 one yeah i mean they've all pretty much been garbage 
Remember Tony Hawk Ride? Dude. Remember when that came out? Dude, Pro Skater was rad back in the day. Yeah. But ever since on like modern consoles, it's been uh, crappy. Even like the downhill jam ones are pretty good. But remember Tony Hawk Ride? No. And you like stand on that plastic skateboard. Oh. Tip it back and forth. That was I back. Never had that. Man, remember when every video game had some piece of garbage plastic associated <laughs> with it? Do you remember the Power Glove? Yeah, dude. Freaking Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. That's crazy. <laughs> they made a whole movie just to like pitch that. <laughs> to sell yeah, that thing. To pitch Super Mario 3 and the Power Glove. Oh, yeah, Super Mario 3. I remember that. Oh, what? Dude, I oh, remember get the, the store whistles. down like, the street. How does this kid know about this unreleased game? The store down the street secret. from my house had an arcade version of Super Mario 3. But it was like the full game in arcade. That is weird. It's super weird, but we would play it. This episode is brought to you by the Sinusoid Custom Shop. Sinusoid Custom Shop is capable of doing pretty much whatever you want for your cables. Um, they can make cool like tech flex combinations. They can make right angle on one end and a noiseless jack on the other end. They can do pretty much whatever you want. They got their speaker cables in there. They have also have a really cool builder. You go on the website. You can design whatever you want. Uh, if you want a snake to put all your stuff in a loom together, you can do that there. If you want something wild out of the box, send them an email. They can do it. They do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time. And if you join our Patreon, you get a special discount for anything you buy from Sinusoid, including the custom shop. So tell them we sent you. You won't regret it. Sinusoid.com. Speaking of things that you play, I have something for you guys. Uh-oh. It's a little gift. A gift? No, a gift of joy. Agree. It's a gift of joy from a little something I like to call stash it, mash it, and trash it. Or trash All it. All right. Actually, there's no conjunctions in there. It's just called stash it, mash it, trash it. I have four of them for you today. Nice. Mm. I'm going to start with the most general. All right, stash it, mash it, trash it. Here are your choices. Um, and we're going to assume that this is excluding all other instruments. So all your guitars are burned in a fire. You had no insurance on them. You are now instrumentless. The warranty doesn't cover fires, just like it doesn't cover junior high kids. Yes, you are, <laughs> you are without instrument. Here are your choices. You can have to stash, mash, or trash a seven-string electric guitar with no amp. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. You can have an amp. <laughs> Uh, classical acoustic. It's one of those. It's one of those ones where it's a seven string, but it also has an amp built into it. Yes. <laughs> no, it's built into the case. <laughs> okay, you can have a seven string electric. You can have a classical acoustic, or you can have a regular travel guitar, like with a tiny body. Oh, like the traveler like brand guitars. Yeah, like one of the, no, like one of those strats where it's like cut. Oh. so it's just the pit guard is the wood. <sighs> I'm going to assume you mean the Traveler brand ones where the tuners are in the body and stuff. No headstock. No, no, what I mean is, have you seen the ones where it's like a strap? Yes, but I don't think that's an actually functional guitar. That's like yeah, an is. Instagram post. No, they're for sale, dude. I don't want that, Aaron. I'm telling <laughs> you that. That's not what I want. Strat, just, pick guard, guitar. <laughs> I don't know what they call them. Oh, they call it they the are. Strat Just Pick Guard. <laughs> I 
Everybody knows they, that. They are ridiculous guitars. Because that's right, not so like the, the reason a strat, like, it's not ergonomic in any way. Like, it's a terrible, terrible. And, like, the fact that it has the things sticking down on the bottom makes it less travel friendly. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> but these, are the only, these are the options that you have. They're supposed to be kind of crappy. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the st- I think the mash it is pretty obvious here. Travel I think caster. all of them are pretty obvious. Is that what it's called? It's just not that much smaller than it. <laughs> like you picture a strap pit guard, like the bottom half of the body <laughs> is still just entirely intact, you know? <laughs> and it is Traveler Guitar. Well, it's not Traveler brand. It's... No, TravelerGuitar.com. Hi, yeah. Why you want to give me a run around? <laughs> Comes in surf green, gloss black. So oh my gosh! The sure deluxe version. These are super up. cheap. I didn't know they were so cheap. The deluxe one is only two hundred eighty-nine dollars. Oh man, That's I bet eight. it's a great instrument too. I bet it has this a similar level of luthiery as Phil's Tacoma Repair. <laughs> but there's no tone wood. Is the thing like what all the tone wood? Where's your tone going to come from? Could I? Oh, I I was gonna say. Couldn't I chop up like a strat to make it a traveler guitar? But it's part of it is the headstock is like the tuning pegs are down in the body. No, well, not on not this on one. This has, one. That's why it's like a terrible travel guitar. That's, I also that like. I love how the the like trim block just sticks out away from the yeah, body. It's, it's like just like free floating. Like one of the best things about a strat is the ergonomics and they've tried to do away with all ergonomics on this guitar. <laughs> it's a ridiculous design. Send me a link. Okay. I'm uh now I kind of want to try could I <laughs> I mean you can if I took it. a strat I'd like to see you try. Well the strat for one thing you couldn't make it with just the pick guard because the output jack is not in the pick guard. Yeah, if you like yeah. modify so no, it, you could a not real strat. you could not cut a strap body just around a pit guard. Well, so what they do is they you could actually because you could do it like they do it. You would just have to put the you like, like drill for a hole. new jack on the back, and you'd have to like fill the hole that's left. No, because that part would be gone. The hole going sideways into that part. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't have to necessarily, but. Like the I mean, you're already channel. building a supremely terrible guitar, so you might as well just leave an open <laughs> hole on it. Like the little, the little wiring channel. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm wondering if it's possible. No, it's not really. What? Well, like those those ones. I'm trying to picture in my mind how the ones where there where the the string ball is at the head uh-huh. and there's no headstock and the tuning pegs are in the body uh-huh. it's like an entirely different configuration I'm, yeah because the strings wrap around the bridge is at the very back and then the string and it's like a wrap roll. around and come yeah. back and then back to where to the tuning pegs around the back underneath the, 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 the towards your body yeah the string goes 
underneath the guitar, and then the tuning pegs are configured that direction. But where are the pickups if the if the pickups are directly over where the tuning pegs are? They're not. They're, They're not. They're like behind it. Well, no, and the the tuning pegs are splayed out to the side. Well, that's okay. I mean, just Google Traveler Guitar. Phil. Well, you're on okay. the website. I sent you the link to their website. So just click on Electrics, and it'll take you there. Are you You'll talking about the that. site with the Strat weirdness or the actual yes. Traveler guitars? That site, the Strat is a Traveler guitar. I don't believe you. The Travelcaster is made by Traveler guitars. And if you click on Electrics, you see the other, their other models as well. But I sent you the link. Yeah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's so dumb, though. Cause not, I guess the the headstock is slightly. It's just not that much shorter. <clears throat> no, it's very much it's like you lose like. Okay, maybe. so that's how they do it. So they've got they only have one pickup, and it's the yeah, it's yeah, the bridge yeah. pickup. The bridge pickup. You're like so quiet, Aaron. Get your act together. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be normal volume. These guitars, okay. So that's one of our choices. <laughs> Did you see the one on here that like looks like the Les Paul? The LCD. Yeah, the little mini. Series? Yeah, it's like the Les Paul like custom. Is it the custom? Yeah. Yeah, it's like black and gold hardware and block inlays and stuff. Oh wait, is it like a? It's is it made with LTD guitars. It is. Because <laughs> it has like it has the little like flag. Oh yeah. Things. It's a. It's like a collaboration with Dude, look at that hot pink one. <laughs> uh, maple, yeah, the hot pink's cool. Maple fretboard and neon green inlays. Oh, where's that? Vibrant. Just keep scrolling right below the LTD one. Oh, yep. Oh, dang. Ultralight electric, hot pink. Man, that's dumb. Like, okay, what's dumber than having a strap tram just like hanging off in the middle of nowhere? A Floyd Rose. That's what. <laughs> So the Floyd Rose sticks back. Like, you might as well just make the body go back that far if the bridge is going to stick back that far. It's hanging off the I back know. of the guitar like two inches. It's because they want that, like, sight line, I think. They want it yeah, to look rounded. Exactly. It's not functional at all. I would. I used to travel a lot for work, and and I was, like, on a quest for a long oh, time. Oh, it's Steve find. Vai. It's the Vibrant. It's like Steve Vai. Dude. Not Vibrant. I was thinking it was Vibrant. Yeah, vibrant makes more sense. Like, oh my gosh! So, since that's a word, dude, those are yeah. pretty sick looking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they wouldn't be fun to play. I bet they're pretty rad. You can get it in slime green or hot pink. All right, so you can choose any guitar from the Traveler Guitar website. Ooh. <laughs> okay, that's different. Now I'm getting that <laughs> freaking vibrant. $750 for this freaking bastardization of a guitar. The other thing is like so dumb. that bottom horn is like nine inches long. It's yeah, like, dude. Like, just cut that off completely. Yeah, it's like it's freaking exist. bass. But you need, where are you going to put your leg, bro? Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it also has a strap pin, so you just use a strap. Man, this guitar is dumb. Yeah, did you see? <laughs> so the original Traveler guitar, there it's just the body, and then they sell this little metal thing that sticks into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you can like to rest. You it could on your probably, leg. you could probably put it in a, um, like a rolling suitcase, right? 
the yeah, original it's not, one. It's too long to fit in a, in a suitcase that'll fit in the overhead, but it's close. But yeah, you take that, you think that so? metal thing just snaps out. Yeah, I know so full because scale, I, so it's like I know so because I went through this research back in the day. Oh. Even if you even if you angle it in all three dimensions across the suitcase, it still is too long. <laughs> it's twenty eight percent lighter, or sorry, twenty eight percent shorter and sixty eight percent lighter than a typical full size electric. Really? Because this is back before they made. Because I think it was like twenty ten that they made that law that you have to like. Oh, if there's room in the overhead, they on. have to let you take an instrument on the plane. Or they'll, like, store it up front or whatever. Yeah. Dude. What's weird is they also have, like, acoustic versions of yeah. the same thing, but it's just the same thing without a pickup. Yeah. It's an acoustic <laughs> yeah. bridge. It's, like, slightly hollow. Is it? I guess that probably makes, that makes sense. It's like a... It's like putting strings on a cajon. The the big ones for a long time were the Voyage Air. Have you guys seen those guitars with the folding neck? Yeah, those are cool. It's actually a pretty cool system, like hinge system. But they end up being huge because they're still acoustic guitars, so it's like mm-hmm. you still just can't like throw it in the overhead and not worry about it because it would just get crushed or whatever. So, okay. So stash it, mash it, trash it. What are our choices again? The Dude, they have guitar? a head, they, yeah. They have a headless acoustic where the tuning pegs stick out on the like the yep. butt of the. Bottom. They're like splayed out at the bottom. Yes, it's way heck? weird. It's such a weird design. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They anyway, have B stock, yeah. you guys. Okay, let's focus here, guys. <laughs> so your options are a seven string electric. Which now seems very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, just a normal guitar, you mean? I'll just take off the seven string. acoustic, which also seems very reasonable. Or any Traveler guitar. <laughs> any from the Traveler guitar website. I think I'd mash the seven string, stash the Traveler, that hot, uh, the hot pink one, and trash the nylon string. <laughs> Cause honestly, I hate playing classical guitars. Okay. Yeah, the necks are all wide. Yeah, fretboard's flat. Is it's someone murdering weird. dogs? Don't worry about it. <laughs> we have these neighbors that have like five dogs, and they almost never come outside. So it's not like. Oh. <laughs> but when they do, they go crazy. All of our, when all they of our kids are on the other side of the fence, like harassing them, probably. <laughs> I might have to close my window. That's fine. This is like like back. Remember? It's like a throwback to the bird sounds. Yeah. Well, and it's a throwback to, well, yeah, I guess it's more like the bird sounds than it is like my furnace turning on in the middle of recording. Or it's like when my dogs just come in and start crying. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's all of us. Okay. So you mash the seven string, stash the traveler, the strat one, the strat cast, travels caster. Vibrant. Oh, the, vi- the vibrant. vibrant. <laughs> and trash the classical. Um, I'm going to... I feel like I want to learn how to use a Floyd Rose, and there's no better way than on that ridiculous <laughs> nonsense guitar. <laughs> it's a truly, truly floating trim system. Uh, I'm going to match the seven string also, because that just makes sense. But I I'm going to stash the classical and trash the traveler 
That makes sense. I mean, the classical like serves a purpose. It's like a functional guitar that you could play without an amp or anything like that. They're weird to play, but I like the sound of them. I've honestly been wanting, I don't know. It's probably just because like I watched the, on that pedal show, they did a pedal board build with Rabia recently. Mm-hmm. Rabia Masad. And he's like, I love his playing style. And he plays like a lot of these extended range guitars and, you know, seven yeah. strings and whatever. And it made me think like, yeah, that'd be fun to play like some chugga, 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 chugga every once in a while, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you can still do like regular six string stuff on it too. If you yeah. Just yeah. Or that last string. So I've actually been thinking about, cause I bet you can get like decent, like anything when it first comes out, the only option is like the high end option, but I'm sure you can get like really nice seven strings for, couple hundred bucks nowadays if you less yeah than, i less think than 500 I mean, ibanez and like everyone makes them yeah their lower end models too now so i honestly so you know jason fuzzmonger anyone else who wants to weigh in tell me what seven string i should get on a budget and i bet it'll sound great through my deluxe reverb right that's what most gent players use don't they mm-hmm. like the- gentlemen yeah, that's what most, most gents. Yeah. Most gents are playing. Um, most gents. <laughs> they're playing man defense. Most gent players. That's good. All right, Phil. Did you tell us your rankings yet? I did not. Okay. Would you like to tell us? My rankings are as follows: um, Mash the uh, vibrant. Yes. Yeah. I was uh, praying you would say that. Like the, that, yeah. I had thoughts hot and prayers pink. that you would say that. <laughs> hot pink. I sent good vibes your way. To the hot that. pink one, the same one I was stashing. Yeah. Or maybe the green, but like both of those are like, yes. They're both very and good. And then um, I'm going to stash the classical. And I'm nice. going to throw <laughs> the freaking seven <laughs> string. <laughs> You were just like biting your tongue the whole time I was talking about wanting a seven string, weren't you? Yes. Like, you piece of garbage. I'm going to like, uh, wh- what's that called? Um, what's that um, for track and field when they pole vault? Oh, no, like a one? discus throw? Steeplechase? Hammer throw? The hammer. The hammer throw. The hammer throw. Is that what it is? Where hey. it's like a a ball and a. Yep. Like a it's a hammer throw. On a, on I a would rope. hammer throw that. <laughs> seven string it's like throwing a heavy soap on a rope yes it's like a mace dude you can buy this ibanez geo for 199 bucks seven strings dude dude brand new i bet i can get it in some pretty ridiculous colors too yeah maybe i might do that i don't care like what do i care (laughs) what What do you care dude freaking esp for 169 bucks oh nice Okay, are you ready? Yeah. With your uh, with your vibrant guitars, you need an overdrive. So here, are giving you <laughs> great. We're doing the the budget overdrive version of stash it, mash it, trash it. Your options are as follows: number one, the Electroharmonics East River Drive, classic overdrive pedal. So this is a um, this is a three knob overdrive pedal with volume drive and tone controls it is green 
Is it like a There's tube a screamer? Of, yes, the East River, and it is a tube screamer clone. Uh, I actually like the I like the look of that pedal. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's one of the ones that's like the bare metal with the sticker on top. Yeah. Or it might be screen printed. I, I think know. it is. I think it's like painted on or whatever. I think the Soul Food's the same way. Yeah. They just don't cover the, they don't paint the whole body. Yeah. Um, that's your first option. Your second option is the Boss SD1 Super Overdrive pedal. Uh, this is a classic. Everyone knows this. I think it's based on a Tube Screamer, but it's slightly different. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows this pedal. This I is think it might have like, come out. Maybe it came out after the Tube Screamer. It's like a I very. I think it came old. out after. I think it came out in like eighty one or eighty two, but they had because they had the the OD one was before the Tube Screamer, the regular Overdrive, and then the Super Overdrive came out after. Um, we're looking at the original version here, not the Wazacraft version. The what version? Not the Waza, but the original. Wah. The Waza. That's Waza Craft. It's hoping Phil is going to do that. Should I do my? Should I do my voice for that? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then the, your third option is the. I think this is also somewhat of a tube streamer variant. I could be wrong. Is the Mojo Mojo Overdrive pedal from TC Electronic? Uh, this is this one gives you level drive, bass and treble controls along with a voice switch. That lets you switch from things to things. Just like a real tube amp, the Mojo Mojo responds naturally to your guitar's volume, allowing you to control the character of your drive by simply riding the volume knob. Let's say riding the volume knob. Ha. So do you... Oh, ha- and these this one, check this out, has detents at the midnight position. Oh, nice. Hmm. Meaning like a little, little notch so you can feel that it's at midnight. Mm-hmm. With all knobs set up their detented 12 o'clock positions, the Mojo Mojo provides a perfectly transparent drive with a wholly natural breakup. The holy natural breakup. <laughs> it's natural and holy. So right, those are your options. I don't know if you remember basic, back in budget. the back in the early days of the GAK podcast. I don't remember. The Mojo Mojo was a very popular choice among oh, yeah. one one of their hosts in particular, one a certain Jake Ross. Ah, oh. ah, oh, Jake Ross. I don't know if you remember. Uh, they would talk about a Blues Junior and Baja Telly. I do remember. It was that. kind of his standard. The Mojo Mojo at a, at one point was also part of that standard Jake Ross rig. And I had one, but I didn't like it that much. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you not? Like about I don't I don't even remember necessarily, but I'm sure. I I don't even remember what amp I had at the time necessarily. This is like in the very early days of my electric guitar playing, because they they had like a pricing error, uh-huh. but it turned out to and like it ended up that's what the actual price was going down to. Uh-huh. But at one point there was like some error on the Guitar Center website that had it listed for fifty dollars, and mm-hmm. so I ended up picking one up thinking i was getting like the steal of a deal and then the official price dropped to that yeah it's like 48.99 it's like 49 bucks on yeah sweetwater now so that's 49 the boss is 49 the east river drive is actually like 67 bucks the sd1 is only 50 bucks brand new Mm -hmm. the sd1 and the ds1 both are 50 dollars brand new 
for some reason it makes more sense that a ds1 would be that much not the sd1 you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's interesting the mojo mojo is like definitely more versatile than i mean it has more more control drive yeah. on tap i think oh does it yeah i almost chose the dark matter instead of the mojo mojo but that's more like high gain distortion yeah it's not really apples to apples yeah it's like apples to high gain apples so did you guys hear that just had another earthquake let me go oh make sure things are okay i'll be right back all right we didn't hear the earthquake i did not hear the earthquake sorry hey no that's cool Hey, good. Utah, can you get your act together, please? Yeah, this is kind of getting ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> that's worse. That's the worst aftershock we've had, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. And that was like not two fun. weeks ago? Nah, it was like three weeks ago or more. Is this still an aftershock? Or I don't it, think so, honestly. It's probably, it's probably like just a new thing, deal, yeah. yeah. Ugh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no. It's all right. Don't so apologize. Yeah, don't need to apologize. That's crazy. Earthquakes are crazy. And part of it is like it's never in your mind. Right. And then when happens. it happens, that's yeah. all you think about until you've, you know, a couple of weeks go by and you forget about it. And then another one happens and then it's <laughs> back. <laughs> Starts all over again. So what were we talking about? Guitar pedals, as if that even matters in the times <laughs> we're living in right now. All right, so you guys dash mash or trash one of these. Who wants to go first? Phil, you go first. Um. Okay, remind me what they're called again. Mojo Mojo, mm-hmm. East River, Super Overdrive, <sighs> or just Super SD one. Was the East Overdrive? No, East, wait. East River Drive is a tube screamer. The Electro Harmonics tube screamer. Okay, Mojo Mojo. It's a TC electronic, yeah. Super. East River Overdrive or Super. SD1. Boss SD1. Why do I feel like you're just now hearing these names? (laughs) We've been talking about these. (laughs) Mojo, Mojo is my mash okay um east river is my stash okay super overdrive is your trash yeah that's the one that i'm going to shot put (laughs) oh now you're shot putting well, now, yeah, there's you the hammer answer. through you hammer through the guitar because it's yes. like you should javelin the guitar because it's kind of shaped like that. You get the headstock because it's probably pointy. It's a seven string you get it to stick right in the ground <laughs> when it lands. You know, that's what javelin is, right? Yep. The spear. Yep. Okay, but don't you think? Don't you think it would be really satisfying to uh, hammer throw? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely guitar. holding it by the headstock. Yes. Yeah. Just start spinning in a satisfying. circle. And then, especially if you could like tie like a an ergonomic handle to it, yeah. So you can like hold it comfortably and tightly, and yeah. really get your speed. I want to see like somebody who's good at it do that. Yeah. 
like a professional hammer thrower. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though, guys. I don't think women's hammer throwing is as entertaining. (laughs) 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 I'm going to mash the East River. I'm going to mash it. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to mash the East River Drive, stash the Mojo Mojo, and trash the Super Overdrive. Even though I kind of like that pedal. I'm going to... I'm going to mash the SD1, stash the Mojo Mojo, and trash the East River. Classic. Classic, you know? Classical. I have an SD1. I have two SD1s. In fact, one of them, I have an SD1 from my birth month. I have an SD1 that you gave me. Oh, that's right. I only have one SD1 now. (laughs) I had two SD1s. I now have one. You love it so much that I gave one away. I didn't even know you gave it away. Because I did a side by side of this amazing, like, you know, all original from 1983 and the brand new off the shelf $50 one. And they were, they're the same. They were honestly identical. Like every, and like the knob sweep was the same. Like at both extremes, they sounded identical. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. It's funny. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of a testament to them that they're still making them consistently. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I think it's, well, you. it's two things. It's one, it's a, a testament to the fact that they're making them exactly the same, but it's also a testament that there's no, like, yeah, that it hasn't, like, changed over time or whatever. Yes. That, like, like there's no, the wear. Yeah. And granted, doesn't. it's like a one, it's a sample of one. So there's a chance that, like, mine has degraded and become crappy and they're making them crappy now. But I doubt <laughs> that's because. <laughs> 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 Okay, I have another installment of Smash It, Mash It, Trash It. It's a little bit different, though. And here's what it is. So, I'm going to change the definitions of the terms. Mash It means everybody knows about it. Right? Stash It means only you know about it and no one else remembers it. Trash It means it's been erased from history completely. Here are your options. Say that Full again. Full house. Okay. So stash it mean or mash it, which is keep normally it. keep, means everybody remembers it. The whole world remembers it. It's okay. just like it is now. Stash it means you remember it, but nobody else does. Okay. Like that Beatles movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then trash it means nobody remembers it, including you. It's wiped from history completely. Like All traces a, of it are erased. Like that men in black thing. Yes. Like Yeah, but you point it at yourself too. Yeah. You don't put your sunglasses on. Right. Alright. Full house, family matters, boy meets world. <laughs> Full house is a TV show. <laughs> Do I need to explain this to you? Yes. <laughs> About um a man who recently widowed man and his three young daughters um, one of whom is an infant i believe oh four young four daughters three daughters three three daughters played by a total of four girls four actors yes kimmy (laughs) kimmy was kind of their also a neighbor daughter um and he lives with kimmy he moves in with like his two college buddies i think no they move in at various points it's his house okay 
and they're just a bunch of deadbeats. What? No, one of them, start uncle. Together. One of them's his brother, or maybe his or wife, her brother, his ex. Yeah, one of his brother-in-law, which is Jesse, right? Uncle Jesse, and then Joey is just like a vagrant. I yeah, think. Joey's like the weird. Puppeteer. Joey's the college friend. He's a weird puppeteer college friend. They live in San Francisco, so there's a lot of homeless people <laughs> homeless sort of wandering in and out. But no, it's it's a mutual thing of like. Hey, hey, we all need. To live I need help now. with my daughters. Yeah, yeah. you and guys you need like a place to live because you didn't choose a career <laughs> path that would allow for you to live somewhere. And also, we live in the most expensive city in the world, pretty much. Yeah, in like this massive the most house expensive area. Yeah, what do they call those? The painted ladies. The painted ladies. Yeah. And he's a um, newscaster, or a yeah. So he's like he works on like a morning show. Yeah. Like Good Morning San Francisco. Yeah. A local morning show. Um, Family Matters is a spinoff of a show called Perfect Strangers. No, it's a spinoff of Die Hard. It's a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Die Hard. And Die Hard. It's not a spinoff of Die Hard, but it is actually a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yes. So Harriet, Harriet Winslow was a character on Perfect Strangers who operated an elevator. Um, Back when that was a thing. People liked her. (laughs) So they decided to give her her own show. So Family Matters follows an African-American family in Chicago. um, And it just deals with their Family Matters. There's (laughs) Carl Winslow, who is a police officer. Harriet Winslow, his wife. Their children. What's his son's name? Oh, crap. It's not Theo. It's not Theo. Theo! (laughs) (laughs) Crap, what is his name? Okay. I remember his friend's name is w- Waldo. Which is pretty Waldo, great. Waldo Geraldo Faldo <laughs> is the friend's name. And you say it's about their family matters, but again, well. <laughs> then the daughter's name is Laura. I know that. It focuses pretty soon after another its inception. Too. It focuses mostly on their next door neighbor. Yeah, there's a guy named Steve. Steven. Steven? Stefan <laughs> Urkel. Who lives next door. There's also an Who ostensibly has no parents that live with him. Yeah, well, you never see his family. Eddie. 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 Yes, Eddie. Okay. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> you put the jello in the pudding pop. <laughs> That's sad. Okay, wait. Uh, so have have you seen that Key and Peel sketch <laughs> where with <laughs> Reginald Val Johnson? No. basically say like he's basically talking to the producers like threatening them because they keep making everything about Urkel it's like supposed to be about my family anyways <laughs> it's really funny. funny so yeah I, I'm I Little Richie comes along at one point if, if memory serves he was written on the show like it was it was a liter- yeah. like a one-time deal. They yeah. Did not he was going to be like Kimmy Gibbler, but he was he was ridiculous enough. It wasn't necessarily going to be a one-time thing, but it was just the neighbor kid. They they had he was like no, Cody on. Yeah, they had no exactly understanding, <laughs> dude. They they did not anticipate that that he would be. I mean, I don't Such know that, but hit. that's my assumption. But you have to know because literally every they made show him from that so, era they made him so weird. Had though. someone like that, yeah. They would yeah, come but, in and like, but they didn't become up. the star of the show, right? Yeah, I guess that's. But true. he was so ridiculous that they can't like. 
they can't have assumed he would just like blend into the background. <laughs> I, I guarantee you. I would I would put money on this later on too. The the show lasted however many seasons it lasted. You can you can equate at least two years of the length of that show to to Urkel. No, <laughs> no more Urkel. because eventually, like it was all about him and Laura, and like yeah. that was like the thing. It lasted every, for nine. Yes. It lasted Stephane for nine seasons, Pell. and the entire thing was about Urkel. Maybe the first yeah. season wasn't, but. Now, is that the one where they like they had an actress playing the middle child and then they just like let her go? Like probably. The, the like the show daughter. like they just like they didn't just, even have a middle daughter anymore. They're just yeah. like, "Meh." Maybe. It might have been that. I don't remember. I do remember there being a younger daughter. You guys are but because you're a little bit younger than me, you're saying Boy Meets World. Bit. I would like to I would like to add. Yeah, let's make it step by step instead of Boy Meets World. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Okay. Step, by step. step by step. That's better. Those, that's the original TGIF. I can't remember what the fourth one was, but it was Full House, Family no, Matters. Perfect Strangers was on there. Oh, okay. On TGIF originally. Was it really? Yeah. But not. Don't do Perfect Strangers because nobody cares about that show. I freaking love that show, but I don't. I don't count oh, it wings. as the same category of show. Yeah, Wings. Wings could have been on there. Oh man, no! Wings Mr. was Thursday nights, Mr. Bro. Belvedere. Was, I know that was on a different. Oh, dude, dinosaurs network, was on TGIF. Remember that? Oh, dinosaurs! Yeah, dinosaurs. not the mamas. I remember loving that show. And then Dino if, DNA. <laughs> my dad says dinos, dinosaur. He does. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur. Like the dude in the in the in the video in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone in real life who says that word like not dinosaur but dinosaur yeah dinosaur my dad says it dinosaur i used to like get embarrassed by it when he would say it like that i'm like dad don't say it's dinosaur (laughs) someone's gonna hear you oh god dad Dad, stop saying that word (laughs) dad someone's gonna hear you say dinosaur weird and my life is gonna be ruined Was like so, a, okay. That was an actual feeling that I had as a young person. So the original run, <laughs> the original run of of TGIF was Full House, Family Matters, then Perfect Strangers, and then just the ten of us. Oh, dude, that show was great. The crap is that? I don't remember that. So just the ten of us was a show about. That's the one with the dad who was like the, bas- the basketball coach at the Catholic school. No, that's no. Oh, may- maybe you're right. And he had like a bunch of daughters. I was gonna say eight is enough, but I I'm think listening. you're right. Or maybe that was eight is enough. No, I think you're right. I think that was just the 10 of us. And they had like, like really, really inappropriate jokes. Nice. Like, okay, wait, wait, no, (laughs) this is counting 2020 as a part of the TGIF line. No, that, no, it is. It is that one. No, just the 10 of us, just the 10 of the, the dad was, he was coaching at a all boys school. And he had all uh, daughters, and part of the deal of him coaching was the girls go to my school daughters there. have to go to the school. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. And the boy it's a crazy of the growing two, pains. Just yes. the ten of us. Yeah, the two older daughters were in high school, and they were boy crazy. That's funny. And I remember, like, as a as a. As a very young, I, I remember being young and and hearing some of the jokes and going, 
I think I understand what that joke is, and that is insanely inappropriate. Like barely able to comprehend the the um, the magnitude. Yeah, dude. Okay, Mr. Belvedere was good. So are we doing? Marilyn Manson was in that show. <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't really. I never really liked Boy Meets World that much. So yeah, you can leave it in the list. But yeah, that makes let's it do step easier. by step. So for step those by who step, don't know, Family Matters. Step by step was a show about. It's basically like it's a basically Brady, Brady bunch. bunch. Yeah. Except she didn't have only girls and he didn't have only boys. And instead uh, of so a housekeeper, was, they um, had a kid living in a camper in their driveway. Yeah. Who's the same dude from American Ninja? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's the Isn't same it? dude from American like, Kickboxer. American Kickboxer. That's right. Yeah. How dare you? And in my mind, I always mixed him up. Like in my mind, he was Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that dude. Do you see that guy from kind of Cody like- from Step by Step is on Encino Man? What's his name? Sasha something. Oh, that's that sounds right. So he and and he was like, he was yeah, he was like uh, he was an American Kickboxer, and they. I don't know why they did this, but they made an entire episode that was like a bar fight. Oh yeah. In step by step. Have we talked about this before? No. Well, I think yes. We've mentioned it before. It's 200 I, episodes. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I had that one episode. I hated that show, but I had that one episode, the fight scene episode, the bar fight. You episode. hated step by step. Yes. Why did you suggest it then? Because it's like freaking quintessential TGIF. But I think Boy Meets World was in TGIF at the same time as yeah. Step by Step. Yeah. Wikipedia agrees for what it's worth. <laughs> Boy, Meets World, Boy Meets World and Step by Step. Well, Step by Step was on for two years before Boy Meets World, 91 and 92. Then in '93, you had Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and then fourth a- fourth half hour block. Who remembers a basketball coach by the name of Sinbad? Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That wasn't Sinbad. He wasn't Sinbad. Oh, who was he? It was Mark Gooding. Racist. Oh, okay. What right? was Sinbad's think- show called? Because he had a sitcom too. I think didn't his he? name was Mark Gooding. It's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. Didn't Sinbad uh, have a was, show too, though. Sinbad had a show called Martin. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Mark Curry. Short. Sorry, Mark Curry is his name, not Mark Gooding. What am I doing? Oh, he's Steph Curry's brother. Nah, I sound. Nah, I just feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, basketball. There you go. <laughs> no. Oh, so I'm thinking of Omar Gooding, who was the host of Wild and Crazy Kids. Who is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother? You remember that in, show? In real life? I remember yeah. the show Wild and Crazy Kids. Cuba. That was a spinoff of Wild and Crazy Guys on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Cuba? Do you remember that Cuba? show, Phil? So Wild no. and Crazy Kids was on. We like, are two wild and crazy and kids. Just, like kids doing like action games. Yeah. Wild and Crazy Kids. It so was like, like Fear Factor, but kids? Uh, no, it'd be no, like, it was like Legends hey, you're of the all going to like. It's like Double Dare. Down this hill. Or Legends of the Hidden Temple Covered or something. in soap, like on rubber inner tubes or something. <laughs> Have an inner tube race. It's like weird stuff like that. It's like camp. Hey, we're going to soap you guys up and slide you down this hill. Yeah. Come on, kids. Turn the cameras on. <laughs> but he was one of the main hosts. Omar Gooding. 
Um, so we're getting off track here, which we never do. But <laughs> full house, <laughs> family matters, step by step. Okay. So and- she was Susan. Uh, what was her name? Suzanne Summers. Yes. And she had two daughters, one of whom was like dark haired and was supposed to be the pretty one. <laughs> supposed to be her name. Wait. Can you? The other one Aaron, was blonde you- and smart, and then the nerdy son. Can I what? Do you can you name how many kids were living in that house? Six. Was it six? Yeah, they each had three. It was literally plus, like the Brady Bunch, and Cody plus, did not live in the house. Right. Yeah. She also, she, like, their garage was converted into like a hair salon that the yeah. mom owned, and like some redhead lady worked with her, but then that. That plot line kind of disappeared after a while, I think. Dude, freaking Patrick Duffy. Yeah, Patrick Duffy from. What is he in Dallas? For? Yeah, Duffy Vampire Slayer? Was it Dallas? I think it was Dallas. Dude, he might as well be yeah, David Dallas. Hasselhoff. Like, I feel like David Hasselhoff got <laughs> um, Baywatch and then kind of like pushed him into like this like weird stratosphere of like now david pitch. hasselhoff was already huge he like, wasn't though i mean yeah, he I was mean, a night rider dude he did yes, like he, he freaking rider, sang so, at the berlin wall coming down night rider was massive dude okay i don't think it i think his music career happened because of baywatch no oh, it yeah. happened because of night rider yeah i mean it happened david because hasselhoff, of acting for sure yeah david hasselhoff was like the old well-known guy. He was like the Danny DeVito on Always Sunny. <laughs> yes. But he was definitely like known for Knight Rider. I mean, I know, but so was freaking Patrick Duffy from Dallas. Yeah, Dallas was definitely as popular as Knight Rider. Yeah, so what are you saying? Just like that Mad TV episode was just as popular Cole, as Air Cole is saying Cole, that Dallas it's was, not. You're saying yeah, Dallas, Dallas was not was popular. Huge. You were wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dallas is at least as popular as Knight Rider. But I guess you, okay, The but it is a valid argument to say but, David Hasselhoff was clearly the, I mean, it was like a one-person star of the show. And, and when Dallas it started, was like certainly. an ensemble. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. And Patrick Duffy was definitely not top billing. Right, he was Bobby. Bobby? Dumb up, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Bobby's World? Yeah, dude. That's we great. should have done that with Bobby's World and Doug... <laughs> no, we should have done Nickelodeon Bobby, cartoons. Yeah, the original different Bobbies. Which Bobby? <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Boucher. <laughs> we could do Water Waterboy. Bobby Boucher. Dude, totally mashing Bobby Boucher. Then yeah, obviously. Yeah, you are. You know, wait, wait, wait. Okay, back on track. Back on track. All right, Full House. Family Matters. Oh, so then then he had a son named Brendan. I remember a daughter named Al. And then another son. And the thing with Al was she was kind of like a tomboy because she grew up without a mom. But then eventually it's like they realize like, oh, she's like the cutest one of all the girls. So we have to like make her more girly. And it was this weird thing that happened in the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that could happen realistically with, you know. Yeah, because she's like a little girl. Get and then into like, high school. All of a sudden she's like, oh. And like be less interested in sports and more interested in fashion or I don't think she was interested in sports. It was like she was interested in like being a construction worker. <laughs> she would just wear like overalls and boots. 
<laughs> and also the WNBA. She was, she was interested in thermoses full of soup for some reason. Yeah. She was just interested in interested in girders. Specific style of clothing. Not garters, but girders. Right. And this is the best part of step by step is the opening credits has like the splash thing yeah. happening at Six Flags. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the Magic Mountain splash thing. Alright. For those of you who don't know, Six Flags Magic Mountain is a theme park in near Valencia, California. All right, so full house, family matters, step by step. Remember, mash means everyone remembers it, just as it is now. Stash means you remember it, but no one else does, so you can't talk about it ever. Trash it means it's gone forever. I think I'm okay with family matters being gone forever. I bet that is the least... I bet that's the most problematic of the three nowadays. Because the entire show is focused around how weird it is to be smart and good at school and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I feel like nerds have been marginalized for too long is really what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Hmm. And I bet the humor, like, I don't know. Family Matters is much more just like dumb, cheap humor than the other two i i bet or that's like that's how i remember it at least and the other ones just didn't have any humor sometimes Can you guys hear me uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you so freaking silent so you're trashing family matters yeah i'll trash family matters wow i'll well i don't know full house is pretty dumb too just They're so all know, dumb. If you, if you Google step by step, you get approximately 5.7 billion results. Dude, that's because it's also just what? a phrase. In 0.8 seconds. That's, well, that's okay. how fast it's, Google works. It's also a freaking uh, New Kids on the Block song. So It's it's a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, but step by step means like you're probably finding results for step by step instructions on all how instructions. To do everything step on the planet. Exactly. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Gonna get to right. you, girl. So let's let's start with trash because I'm gonna definitely trash Full House forever. Yeah, I, I think I might trash Full House anything. too. I so, I think I hate it because people remember it. Like everyone remembers so Family Matters being dumb, but like everyone thinks yeah. Full House is this amazing show, and it's like no, it was no, dumb too. It was dumb. They and all three are very dumb. The new version's even worse. Well, the new version I mean, is like is offensive in how bad it is. But I've like I'll go back and I've gone back and watched a lot of old TV shows and Full House is by far the worst one in my mind. Have you gone like, back and watched Step by Step? Good. Um, no, but I would mm. like to. I should do okay. that. I I've, I was I had a big crush on Suzanne Summers as a kid, for some reason. Yeah, dude. Who didn't? Because your mom probably had her exercise videos. She was in the Olympics, right? And she's from uh, Roseville. <laughs> nope. No. It's <laughs> good though. I like that. That is pretty good. <laughs> I like that joke. Um, <laughs> I think it's because I like I watched like reruns of um, Three's Company growing up when I was really young. Yep. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'm gonna mash. I'll mash step by step. 
Smash, I'm mash. Smash oh, Phil, what are you going to trash? We're doing this way out of order. So if Cole says mash, step by step, stash family matters, and trash. Yeah. Full house. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Because if the premise, it, like the entire premise of this is who can you talk to about these things, like I would be happy if I never heard anyone talk about Full House again, you know, and how great mm-hmm. it was. Well, even you wouldn't hear about it. You wouldn't exactly. think about it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm okay with that. That's why I also want to trash Full House. And I'm okay with... I have never existed. I'm okay with... Although... Nobody. Although, I think... You I, would lose your DJ Tanner jokes. Yeah. There's... Uh, There's peripheral effects. There's the, a butterfly effect. My neighbors yeah, across the street... there's a butterfly effect. <laughs> there's a butterfly effect effect. My neighbors mm-hmm. across the street have two sons, and they're named Danny and Tanner. No. And I would lose the enjoyment I get from every time I think about that. That is great. So actually, maybe maybe I'd rather stash Full House just so I could I can enjoy just that joke yourself. just by myself. <laughs> That's Nobody true. Else. Stash, stash and trash are like pretty similar. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. In this game, they are. No. Oh. Well. Like functionally, no. culturally, they are. Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, but you can sit by yourself and go, hee, hee, hee. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's not. But I'm saying, like, if you hate something, but you still want the jokes, you might as well stash it instead of trash it, because then it's gone from culture, but you still get to keep your jokes. Okay, hmm. Phil, what are you gonna do? Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Um, and I know this is a. Uh, controversial take i bet it won't be (laughs) but i'm going to go straight down the line as far as uh cultural relevance full house full house i'm going to mash i'm going to stash family matters and i'm going to trash step by step because and i'm sure i'm not the only one I think most people would be hard pressed to pick out the kids from step by step in a lineup. I don't think that's that's true, but I do think, I do think that like if step by step had never existed, the world would be exactly the same as it is. Yes. That has the least effect on anything. (laughs) Yes. The ripples. Certainly the least memorable of, of all three of those. So like, I don't think okay. I know that there's there was a kid with glasses and like a flat top. Maybe I could I could pick them all out of a lineup. No, the kid. Uh, I mean, he kind of. Then there was a kid that sort of looked like jo- Joey Lawrence. None of them were funny. None of them Dude, were. The kid from Beethoven is Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> How do you say that word? Again? <laughs> the kid from that dog movie was in Step by Step. <laughs> was it really Mozart? Yeah. Mozart. M- Mozart. Mo- Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> so here, I'm... Okay, my official rankings are such. I'm going to mash Family Matters. Everyone gets to keep Family Matters. The whole world keeps it. Um, I'm doing this out of social justice warrior <laughs> reasons. Uh, 
Just because we have so many like white, yeah, families. we do. We do have a like, lot of white not family ensembles. One of the few black families we have on TV. Well, of course um. you say that after we both chose to do that, you jerk. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Um, I'm going to stash Full House for the reasons mentioned because I want to keep all those jokes in my brain at least. Yeah, what if you get neighbors that name their kids Danny and Tanner? And they call him Danny, too. Oh, that's great. And then I'm going to trash um, step by step, even though probably I would say that's the show I'd most want to watch out of those three. Like, it doesn't do me any good in the real world. I don't know. <laughs> Not like these other two shows. <laughs> like, it, it, it helps so me much like, good. no cultural cachet is what I mean. Totally. Like nobody, nobody has ever made a reference to step by step. People make I can't references. Remember a single to, joke from that show. People make references to Urkel and Full House all the time. I just remember liking it. Okay, can I? I'm I'm looking at step by step Google images. Mm-hmm. Why is Balky Bartokamus in a lot of these huh? pictures? Was he? He wasn't in that show. Like as Balky? Well, I don't know. Bronson Bronson Pincho. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's probably Wait, just he was, I think. Yeah. I think he, he worked he in the salon at first when they first started. Yeah, he was named was Jean Luc Riperu. He was on twenty four episodes. Everyone remembers him. Twenty four episodes of so he, was on, step? For, he, he was, was on it for he was on it for one season towards the end, yeah. I think he like replaced the original. I think he came to work in the salon, replacing the original coworker, something like that. Hey, that's pretty progressive. Have a male hairstylist. Come on, mm-hmm. working in a salon. But then he was in a lot of episodes. He was in that full season. Weird. Crazy. It's all crazy. Okay. I think we've all... Oh, 160 episodes of Step by Step. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean... Okay. But that's because was... every season had 25 episodes in it. Yeah, 25. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, seven seasons. Dude, how many shows do you think Miller Boyette are responsible for? So many. So many, right? Yeah. And, like, huge. All of them are huge. Well, not all of them, probably, but... Oh dang! They did Laverne and Shirley, Bosom Buddies, Tony loves Chachi, Perfect Strangers. Okay, oh. uh, wow, just wow. Happy Days had like five spinoffs. Hmm. Hmm. Cheers had a lot of spinoffs. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yes. It. True. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Happy but Days all did. Are, do they all count? I mean, is is Happy Days one of the? Um, are they responsible for Happy Days? I'm sure they are, right? I don't think so. No. Really. Yeah, I don't think they are. Happy Days was Gary Marshall. Yes. Ah, uh, you're right. I yeah. think you're right. He is. Maybe. That's may true. he rest in peace. Dude, so the dad from Happy Days, Mr. Cunningham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was in a show. Oh, Father Dowling Mysteries. Remember that show? <laughs> Where he was like a priest who would solve mysteries. 
I don't. Just me. Okay. I remember the show called Father Dowling Mysteries. I mean, it's fitting that for our 200th episode, we're basically just reading IMDb for 20 minutes, I guess. <laughs> but is there anything else we it. can I do? I just remember it. I just remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Anyway, that's my stash and mash it, trash it for you. I thought you said you had four things. Oh, I did. I had another set of TV shows, but I don't know. Oh, think okay. Yeah, we, we don't want to go down. You that know, we're we're <laughs> close to two hours yep. for this one episode, right? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> don't. <laughs> we mean, probably we are. are. We are. Don't challenge. I was right last time. <laughs> we are. Okay. Mr. Time, the timekeeper over here. I'm just saying. We, he doesn't want our audience to have too much good stuff. I'm yeah. just kidding. Which is no, what they're right. getting. It's right been long. Now. It's been long. But we had an earthquake easy. in the middle of it. <laughs> That's Le- true. Leave that part in, but bleep out my swearing. I'm gonna bleep out. I'm gonna leave your swearing in, but delete bleep all, all the other content. <laughs> Why do you just swear in the middle of that conversation <laughs> about guitar pedals? Uh, yeah, that was fun, right? Was that fun? I had fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Um, guys, listening, girls, listening, women, men, everyone else, whoever you are. I'd like to say thanks for listening for 200 episodes. Yeah. Those of you who have. I know Phil and Cole don't want to thank you, but I would personally. Mm. I feel like they contribute nothing to my life. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I want to say that y'all are acting like Judge Judy Executioner wasn't fire last time. Yeah, it was. Why, it was. It was. Why didn't anyone ever mention that? Yeah, because I felt I like think that episode largely went under the radar. Like, and maybe it was like the height of Corona, people, like freaking out about self quarantine. Maybe hadn't had a chance to settle into it yet, and it just is a moment that we missed. Yeah, but I'm never doing that again. So, <laughs> no, suck come on, on. So losers. it's a net positive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just so it all I worked kid. out in the end. I kid. Um, I have one more thing to say. Thanks for friendship. (laughs) Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm